Hello, this is Kristen Wambach with Intentional Now Podcast. Welcome. Now you hear crickets this evening, don't you? Well, there is a reason why. It is 12.23 a.m. and I am burning the midnight oil. But I wanted to complete my project today and speak to you. Today we're going to take a little bit of a rabbit trail. (laughs) I told you the story about that, right? We're going to take a little rabbit trail away from, or a circle around from the unfinished book. We left off last week with um, chapter six, and we'll pick it up again, chapter seven. But I have something new that is on my heart that I wanted to share with you. And so here we go. So I am being brave today, right? I'm always being brave. So some things just scare the bejeebies out of you, you know? And one of my favorite quotes from Winston Churchill, Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. Okay? (laughs) Now with all that out of the way, And I want to say that I am not an expert. I am on a journey. And God encouraged me to share my journey with you. That's out of the way now and we can talk, right? I have always had an ongoing problem with my weight. And I've struggled with it. (sighs) Yeah. It's been difficult um, all my life. It bothers me. And God wanted me to open that up. He said that was an area of influence in my life. And so I'm inviting you into this very transparent place. Um, Maybe you also have struggled with your weight or taking care of yourself. Well, That is what I wanted to open up and talk about this evening. And um, I created a new set of pages on my website to be able to address this, to be able to share with you um, my journey. And it is a journey of change. And, you know, I really thrive in change. (laughs) I guess I save the best for last, right? But uh, why is it difficult to talk about it? Because it doesn't make, it makes you so that you don't feel very good about yourself. And, um, I have dealt with those issues of feeling guilty But still, it is a subject matter that um, it's just difficult. I've never spoken about it before. Um, I've had some successes and I've had some failures. And um, I wanted to share with you um, because I had one of those 
come to Jesus moments. And it really helped me. (laughs) You might say, well, what is that, Kristen? What is a come to Jesus moment? It means that you get so impacted by his love and his goodness for you. It just wakes you up. It wakes you up in a way that gives you such strength. Um, Another one of my favorite quotes um, by Tony Robbins, and this happened, this quote came through an interview with Dean Graciosi, and it says, there is no way in hell you're going to have lasting success on any large scale without confidence. Because without confidence, you're not going to take massive action. Massive action, learning from what doesn't work, changing your approach until you get where you want. It's the only way that makes someone succeed long-term in any context. Mm -hmm. So I am talking about change. And I've put a lot of things ahead of myself in this area um, of change. And um, it's time to talk about it. It's time to deal with it. I actually have been dealing with it and spent the whole day collecting my thoughts and putting them down in a blog post. And that's why now I'm, I'm kissing that with a podcast because it is very important to me and it's very important to me that I share this with you. So um, you'll find this in called Better Health, Better Me. It's my come to Jesus moment. And you can find that in my, um, my. I'll leave the link in the podcast notes so that you can find them there. Um, if you go to my Instagram, and if you want to follow me on the Instagram, then you can see all my links and good stuff. But you can go to my link tree from my Instagram profile And you will see um, the link is made available right there to you. Okay. So we're going to get started again. So I'm acting brave right now. And have you figured out I'm jumping in with both feet? Yep. Why? Because Jesus told me that this is an area of influence in my life. Once more, I find myself with a big start banner over the top of me. (laughs) Just like my first, re-first podcast, right? How many times can we start over? You really should go listen to that. It was amazing. So let me put a little history in my story here, okay? So my mom started me in dance when I was three. I have those tiny black ballet slippers, along with a couple other pairs. The cute ones, I hang on my Christmas tree, yep, every year. When we moved from Los Angeles to Oregon in 1964, 
I remember attending dance class at the top of a bowling alley in Kaiser, Oregon. You know, that bowling alley is still there today. (laughs) I took ballet until mm, middle age, middle school age. And then my mom switched my lessons to piano. I was a tad bit disappointed to miss out on that opportunity to go on point, you know, oh, the pretty stuff. But um, I fulfilled that later on as an adult. That was really fun. I did have an excellent piano teacher. Her name was Esther. And for my three years of that experience, it was just fabulous. And, you know, My mom had some insight because later on in life, those piano lessons for which I hardly practiced, (laughs) they came in handy for my years of leading worship. Then I got treated. My boys bought me a grand piano several years back. It's so gorgeous. And, you know, I've got a story (laughs) about that one, but I'm not going to tell you that story today. That lovely instrument sits in my living room and serves beautifully for our Sunday home church gatherings. Yes, I love music. So during my high school years, I thrived as a cheerleader. I played on the tennis team and filling once again whole things that kept me moving. One of my first adult jobs was that of an aerobic instructor. That was forever ago when it was just beginning. Did I put a smile on your face? I also taught disco dancing and competed during that disco era. I was good. It was fun. It was a blast. Yeah. I was seriously staying alive and loving it. It was so much fun. Yes. I know you're smiling now, right? So in my late 40s to 50, I'm 62 now, those movements were ignited in my competitive nature. I learned how to play pickleball and I did some competitions with the pickleball I actually played in the state pickleball championship so movement and I are well in, we are well acquainted which is vital to emotional health my emotional health I do better when I'm moving and working out that brings us full circle here So if I ask myself, when did I lose focus? Hmm. It's better answered that I changed my focus. Now we're looking at my journey in memoirs. We're right back to the unfinished book again because it just really fills in all the blanks. And I founded and led a supernatural school of ministry Ordination seemed to follow after that, and my emphasis was on the spirit, and you could say I accomplished the spiritual, Um, and then some, right? (laughs) So we're going to move fast forward here. So now we're seeing in the spirit, and believe me, all things changed. Yeah, all things changed. It was a 
difficult, amazing, trying, overwhelming, ecstatic journey. So if you've listened, yes, you've listened to my podcast. And if you're reading my book, or maybe this is the first time you're being introduced to me. Huh. Well, I have to apologize. There is an entire manuscript missing in the backstory. And I invite you to get to know me better. But, but I feel I'm going to just keep moving on. Moving on today, okay? Because I wanted to tell you about my come to Jesus moment. <laughs> Actually, I was just sharing this with my dear friend Susan in her kitchen a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and how it changed me. How it changed me on the inside. And I responded and I acted. So one of the benefits of developing your ability to see in the spirit, it also opens your seeing encountering on the timeline. Yes, backwards and forwards. Mm, the timeline, um, exactly what it says. Um, but Jesus matures you as you're, you step into heaven and you go up and down, ascending upwards and downwards um, or in and out. And then he introduces you to the timeline. So um, Jesus also experienced the timeline. And you would be familiar with him doing this on the Mount of Transfiguration. He saw his future sacrifice and his resurrected self. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is that he invited his most intimate friends to experience this with him. I think I'm going to say that again. <laughs> the cool thing is that he invited his most intimate friends to experience this with him. But you know what? He is still inviting his intimate friends today. Now, if I were you, I would jump over and read my firsthand experience of that in the unfinished book, chapter two. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right there um, in the First Baptist Church in Monmouth, Oregon, you just... It was amazing. It was amazing. So I'm moving on, okay? <laughs> so for the last three years, I have been stewarding and working with Jesus on a particular um, assignment. A lot of times I call them a mandate. And it was something that I was shown regarding my future. I've encountered myself a hundred times on the path of this coming to pass. That is what I call heaven coming to earth. Amen. <laughs> we perceive something in heaven and Jesus teaches us to bring it to the earth. Right? Yeah. So about four months ago, Jesus and I were re-looking 
at the timeline of my tomorrow. I looked at myself in the future, including the surroundings that I'd been working on diligently. And in that picture, I looked so healthy. And you know, it was very strange to see myself. I was tan, bare-legged, wearing a pair of caribou boots and a short skirt. Hmm. That is totally not my normal choice of clothing. But boy, did I look in good shape. So I'm standing out in front of a particular dwelling God has spoken to me about on many occasions. And Jesus begins to peer into my heart. You know, the way he does. Peers into your heart. And I felt it. And I felt my own conviction. For months, I had been positioning myself towards this financial promise to come to pass. And here I was. I wasn't doing anything to move my heart, soul, or body to equal the health and well-being I was being shown. I had taken massive action in my heart, in my spirit, my finances, opportunity, my home, marriage, and close friends. They were all supporting me and my faith. But my feet were totally stagnant and motionless. So how would I arrive at the obvious to look like the person I saw and had encountered in the future. My entire being was repentant. Mm -hmm. That is a come to Jesus kind of moment. I said, I'm so sorry. And I apologized. And the apology was probably more for me than God. But taking care of me was something that I can do. Now from this Jesus come to me, no, how do I say it now? So from that come to Jesus moment, there you go. Now I could do something I could commit to And I now knew that I knew that I knew I would arrive in well-being at the same time the promise came and comes to pass. I wept at the joy of the moment. I was crying and bawling and snotting because there it was right in front of me. My butt was divinely put into gear. Yep. (laughs) Put into gear. Yes. There was a me magnet on my refrigerator that I saw every day and I was committed and moving on it. And it, it it just took me to that place on the timeline. It took me to the promise. Every single day, it takes me to the promise. 
So four months have passed. I'm two sizes smaller and counting. I work out six days a week without fail, without mindset argument, without excuse. And it brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, just just to talk about it. Jesus put me again as a me magnet on my refrigerator of of motivation. I'm going to say that again. Jesus put me as a me magnet on my refrigerator of motivation. Those things are so beautiful because his his goodness just overwhelms you. And his goodness is what causes that transformation. So I was transformed by looking at myself. And that transformation moved me. I can't think of a better testament to the love of God. The testament of the power of seeing. And that is what we've been talking about through the unfinished book. Is the power of seeing. What happens when we can see in the spirit. When we've recovered our sight. I can't think of a better testament of how important it is for us to take off the blinders of religion and recover it, recover our sight, recovering our hearing. Now you know what totally possesses my heart. You know what has sent me on a journey of discovery. And that's why I can be brave today. And I can start a new journey with you. And I can open up and I can talk about those areas of struggles and what I'm doing to overcome and press through and make changes. Because, yeah, I do have to change. I do have to put forth the massive action. I have to show up every day and focus Every day, and I have to plan and put it on my calendar every day to work out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you some here. Wouldn't you like to see in the spirit? Can you imagine that God-given ability serving better health for better you? Just think about it. I'm going to ask you again. Wouldn't you like to see in the spirit? I'll ask another question because I like to ask questions. Does that make you afraid? Do you know why you're afraid? Are you afraid just because it's unknown and unexperienced? Mm, Yeah. But can you imagine that God-given ability 
and it's serving you better health, better you. What choices would you make? Remember, God is no respecter of person. And I'm going to remind you of the scripture in 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Now I'm also going to remind you, and who, by the way, John, he was one of those intimate friends Jesus took up on the Mount of Transfiguration. <laughs> yes. So I have a few more testimonies to add to my come to Jesus moment I'm sharing with you. In four months, I've dropped two sizes. I got to enjoy playing golf with my son, Justin. <laughs> and after two years of suffering with plantar fasciitis, it's gone. <laughs> my morning body aches are gone. I enjoy hiking with my dear friend, Susan. I have recovered my emotional confidence. <laughs> I took the tags off and wore a cute little white jean skirt. <laughs> and I stepped into a new season with you. I broadened the influence because I know that I'm not alone. None of us are. But now we can talk about it. We can share about it. We can grow and gain strength and knowledge together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's important. And, you know, when you open your mouth to something that has been a struggle for you, even if you are on the journey to victory. When you open your mouth and you share with others, it puts you in a place of being accountable for your words and your actions. <laughs> maybe, well, <laughs> maybe that's why Jesus asked me to talk to you about it and actually make a spot and open up a portion of my brand and who I am in this area of health and taking care of me. Better health, better me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I have repented for the guilt of not taking care of me. And that's changing. Learning new boundaries. Mm -hmm. So, it is a new season with you. I'm excited. Okay. I am very excited. Clicking. <laughs> I have something to share with you. I was wondering. Hmm. 
think I'm waiting to share it. I'm going to ask you a question, okay? Because I always ask you a question. But then the one I had before was really good. Maybe we should go back to that. Yep, that's even a better question. I'm going to ask you again. Wouldn't you like to see in the spirit? How else does that make you feel? What possibilities does that open up? And I'm asking you to imagine that is a God-given ability. Yep. For all of us. There's no super special spiritual ones out there. It is an ability. It's just a muscle that needs to be practiced and strengthened so it works. What happens? What would Jesus show you about you that would totally transform and alter your life? And you know, when Jesus showed me that myself, when I actually convicted myself, right? Because I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't doing anything to arrive at the person I saw in the future. And even though I was convicted, I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel slimed. I didn't feel pressured or unloved. It was the most beautiful and natural get-your-butt-in-gear motivator that you can imagine. Who else could ordain such a wonderful come-to-Jesus moment, right? I'm just going to camp around that because it's it did. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take one more question. And I'm going to say hello <laughs> to my friend, French. Or in France, listeners. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Okay, give me a minute. I'm going to think. I'm going to hear a question from you. And then we'll go forward. Not too much longer, okay? Okay. So. Hmm. I heard I... This was the response I said from a person, now that I'm talking about health and wellness, I heard the response of, I've heard it all, been there, done that, tried everything. Hmm. Okay. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, what am I going to say back? Exactly. Did you ask Jesus? And what did he say? <laughs> it works every time. In any context. Oh. Did you ask Jesus? And what did he say? So, 
I hadn't tried everything. No. I hadn't. Okay, so this is my special invitation to you, okay? And I'll leave the link in the podcast. And again, I encourage you, follow the podcast. It's really fun. Uh, Follow the podcast when you follow it. Then it lets you know when there is a new episode available. And I really appreciate it. You know, go ahead, make comments and you can like it. And if you know others that would be really encouraged to join us in our conversation, oh, please, I encourage you to share it. Right? Okay. This is my invitation. I have a special opportunity for you. Okay? So for the past 15 years... I have been teaching people how to see in the spirit. And if you want some endorsements, read them from my book. (laughs) I am confident in what God has taught me. And I'm confident I can teach you. (laughs) I am confident I can teach you. I'm inviting you to join me for a free two-day challenge. Yep, a free two-day challenge. Write this down. Thursday, September 30th, and Friday, October 1st of 2021. Yep, that's now. I put the date in because if somebody listened to the podcast um, past that date, It just helps, right? But who knows? Maybe I'll continue doing the challenge every other month. Who knows? So that's September 30th and October 1st. That's 6.30 in the evening to 8 o'clock in the evening. And that is Pacific Standard Time. I'm offering you that invitation a special opportunity, and seats are limited. Yes, they are. So we're going to do it in a Zoom format. So if you want to read more about it, you want to sign up on the the RSVP, get your seat right away so that we can spend that time together. And I guarantee you'll be encouraged. And it'll be fun. We can see each other face to face, right? So I invite you to that two-day challenge. Better health, better me, right? That's September 31st and October 1st from 6.30 in the evening to 8 o'clock at night. Absolutely free. Follow the link in the podcast and make sure that you RSVP and I will see you there. Okay. This is going to be exciting. (laughs) And again, right? So now I've made an invitation to you about those benefits. Now those questions, right? Remember my questions? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Wouldn't it 
what would it be like for you to see in the Spirit? And can you imagine that God-given ability serving better health, better you? And now I'm willing to teach you. All you have to do is show up and believe God. (laughs) Right? Okay, so I'll see you, RSVP, and this is going to be amazing. Okay. You have a great evening. I'm very encouraged, and I hope you were encouraged. I know I'm encouraged talking to you. And let me see, almost 1 o'clock in the morning, it's time for me to go to bed, right? (laughs) I'll talk to you again soon, and I very much appreciate that you spend this time with me. Talk to you soon. Bye now.